Welcome to Hey Joe, a podcast answering questions asked by our listeners. Created by pet professionals for pet professionals. And now, your host, Hey Joe's very own, Joe Zuccarello. What's up, everyone? Joe Zuccarello here, and welcome to Hey Joe, a podcast brought to you by Paragon School of Pet Grooming. Check out our site at paragonpetschool.com for lots of really cool information on a variety of programs, products, and to connect to educational resources such as webinars, podcasts, current events, special news, certifications, and lots of other helpful information to help you grow yourself, your team, and of course your business. Let's get started with this week's episode. Hello again, everyone. This is Joe Zuccarello, your host with the Hey Joe podcast. This is a podcast where you get to listen in on a real live coaching call between myself and an industry expert. We're answering questions all of the time that we get from you, our listener audience. You can submit your questions for, uh, for us to find an expert to talk with. Our email address is heyjoequestions at paragonpetschool.com. Today, we are speaking with Victor Rosado. This is Victor's second guest appearance on the Hey Joe podcast, so we're thrilled that he's agreed to join us again. The last time we spoke with Victor, we talked about his career start and how he got hooked on dog grooming, but now we're going to be talking about the competitive world and what it takes to become a a competitor in this wonderful industry or what it takes to at least plan on becoming a competitor and actually who are you truly competing against. So Victor is going to shed some some incredible words of wisdom with you and I'm sure that you're going to get a lot out of that. So uh, take some time, listen to Victor. As you will see, Victor is such an accomplished grooming professional and that will come across immediately and throughout our entire interview together. So again, if you have any questions that you'd like for us to cover, please send us an email at heyjoquestions at paragonpetschool.com and check us out at paragonpetschool.com or our membership site, which is learntogroomdogs.com. All right, let's start our interview with Victor. Hello again, Hey Joe listener audience. This is Joe Zuccarello, your host of the Hey Joe podcast. And uh, we are uh, very, very excited to bring uh, Victor Rosado back to the Hey Joe podcast. Uh, Victor is uh, one of the most successful groomers uh, and influences in the pet industry uh, at this current time. And uh, there's, uh, I don't think there's really any stopping this guy. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's all over the world. He's a, a world traveler and a world influencer. And we are just thrilled uh, to have Victor with us. Victor, thank you for joining us again. Oh, thank you very much. And thank you for those words. It just made my day. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, okay. Victor, you know, it's, it's, it's like getting, you know, people came up to me before and they're like, you know, when I used to be a professor at, the, at a university, they'd come up and they'd say, why did you give me this grade? And I said, I didn't give you a grade. You earned that grade. So in this regard, you earn those accolades. So that's something you should, uh, you should be proud of. I'm grateful every day. And just look at the sky. I'm like, I'm so blessed to be on this planet and be able to be in this portion of the time that I just can do something and, and enjoy uh, the joy of life. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I love having, I love hearing that you have that perspective because sometimes our pet professionals out there and really, I guess any profession, uh, that somebody is in, uh, we can get lost in the day to day, right? We can, we can kind of put our head in the sand and, and, and our success is just getting through today. And we just kind of hit the repeat button again tomorrow. And I, I, the, the topic of our, of our, uh, 
time together today is forward thinking. And what can a groomer do to prepare for uh, at least the notion or even realizing the dream of competing? So, uh, you know, there are, there are a few competitors out there that have uh, uh, the accolades and the achievements that you do. And I think your information for them will be very important. You know, on our last podcast, you shared your story about how young Victor got started in the pet grooming industry and how you, you, you recognized early that there's more to grooming than just shaving down a dog. Yeah, absolutely. And I really, I, I, this, this was kind of a, that was kind of a springboard for this topic. And I thought, well, okay, if he recognized that and he's been a very accomplished and, and, and uh, 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 successful competitor, I bet there's a number of our audience members out there that would love to hear uh, your story. So before we get started, this is uh, Hey Joe Pod, the Hey Joe podcast brought to you by Paragon School of Pet Grooming and LearnToGroomDogs.com. Uh, it's a streaming membership program where you can learn from experts uh, about uh, different breed types, techniques, uh, tips and tricks, and so on and so on. So you can check us out at LearnToGroomDogs.com. So, Victor, um, you know, there are a lot of groomers out there that have just crazy great skills. And some of them are still wanting more. So as groomers begin to get faster and, and their skills improve and their techniques improve, what should uh, a groomer who's out there what, that might be considering competing, what should they plan for if they're thinking about beginning to compete? Well, first, I think they need to just evaluate their life, their, where they are and how far they wanted to go. Um, I think in my, in my case, I was just grooming every single day. And, you know, I really enjoy my time on the grooming table with each dog. And, but, you know, you just wanted to do something more and challenge yourself and face your fears and, and just do something more. And that's when grooming competition comes because not only help you to guide, guide your skills, but for you to get better. Um, there's so many groomers out there with a lot of skills and, and, and passion. We just need to guide them through it. Um, as a matter of fact, I just came from judging all American grooming show and I was impressed about the entry and intermediate level groomers that are just starting their competition career, how good they are. Uh, so they're getting better and better. So there are more newcomers, more groomers, but they're just thinking about competing. Or they're just starting. So, Victor, you said that they need to evaluate their life. Uh, does competition take up? Should, do they, I guess, do they need to schedule time uh, in their life to accommodate the, the planning and preparation associated with competing? It all depends where you want to go. Like, I, okay, I, I, in the beginning, in my in my personal experience, uh, when I my first competition was all about just going once and try. Let me see how good I am when I compare <laughs> my work with all the people. Because I I thought I was good. I was like, oh, I I'm a good. I'm one of the main uh, groomers of the city, and I just wanted to. Uh, I was. I have always been a a very competitive person, but I thought, I thought in my mind that I was really good at it. I'm like, well, this is the time for me to just compare my work with other people. 
uh, well, in the beginning, I found that I needed a little bit more than training and attitude. So I need hmm. more preparation and training. But it was just like that. Let me see how good I am. And then I said, well, I wanted to become uh, certified. And they gave the option to compete with your dog and get certified um, with National Dog Grooming uh, Association of America or the International Professional Groomers. And I'm like, well, I can do two things at once. I can get certified and I can also compete. And that was the second, my second motivation to step into the competition ring. And basically that's how it started. But some people, they just want to do that. But some people, they just wanted to make a life out of it. Like they want to compete full-time. They wanted to become part of Groom Team USA. Some people had that goal. I, I then eventually had that goal. I was dreaming to be one of the top groomers of the United States of America. And it depends if you wanted to do full-time or just, just one time or just, just a couple of shows a year. Um, you have to really define um, what you wanted to do. So, Victor, when you said one of the first times that you competed, how many times did you compete before you placed or won? Um, I think I play. I think I competed three times before my first placement. Yeah, like three times. Uh, my third show. I always uh, did. Uh, Atlanta Pet Fair in March and Fun in the Sun in Orlando. Uh, that was my two shows that I always, that I was just uh, doing. And I remember I was an intermediate um, because I was showing dogs and, and, and I was a dog show judge. Um, so I couldn't go in entry level. So I did intermediate. Uh, it's a little bit more difficult. Um, so, but then I tried like a couple of times and I went out without any ribbon but with more desire to go again and try again because i knew i'm like oh, i think i'm um, i think I, I i can do this i can <laughs> you're looking <laughs> at when... the other tables and you're like yeah i can beat that i can do that <laughs> more, more than that i can be better than that and that's when you you try to challenge yourself and you, you try to beat yourself and that's basically your competition. It's you. It's not anyone. There's no one. It's only you. So if you think that way, then you, you're going to have a good career or you're going to compete. You're going to enjoy the, the, the competition. But if you compete against people, then I, you're not going to last for, you know, long do you time. Remember, it's be do you remember what show it was or where you were at when you first placed or when you first won? Oh, yes. My first placement was fun in the sun, and I got a second in intermediate. I was really excited. I was like, ooh, that was my – I still have that plaque. Um, I, it's, it's here in my house, and, you know, it, I just treasure it. Yeah. Mm, that's very exciting. <laughs> so when you were first starting, and obviously you, it sounds like you learned a lot on your own, but what lessons, because there's a lot to think about, right? You're balancing a career because you're, you're a full-time groomer, full-time you know, pet stylist, and you're, you're having to balance this new passion or this new uh, interest that you have in competing. What, if, if, if somebody would have been able to get in your, in your ear, somebody would have been able to tell you something, what lessons did you learn 
uh, that you wish maybe somebody would have told you about in your early days? Um, I think, well, just the determination, I think it's one of them. Uh, and always try to educate yourself from inside out. Um, I think it's one of the, the biggest thing that I was working with and my, my self-esteem also and some things that I just worked on. It wasn't nothing related to grooming. It was basically everything related to my inside and how I was responding to the outside in different situations of life. Um, I, rem I started competition uh, a little bit more intense because one day I was, I was grooming, grooming, grooming with my big store and I was really like feeling burnout about the amount of work. Um, I was making a lot of money, but not enough time to spend it. And, and one day I decided to just put my money on investment and on a distribution company. And, and I just closed the door one day and I'm like, okay, how do I manage to be uh, without a store, without a grooming salon seven days a week? Uh, how do I manage my time? And that's how I just put all my energy into grooming competition. It took all, all that, that free time. And that's how I started full time uh, to try to achieve uh, that groom team USA. That was, that was my, my goal um, once I got certified. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like once you, if, if I were going to kind of summarize what you said, it's, it's you have to get it in your head that you're going to do it. And your only competitor is yourself. Your greatest competitor is yourself. And along the way, though, I bet that you probably had some, you know, when you don't know what you don't know, you know, it's kind of my one of my phrases. When you don't know <laughs> what it is to expect, I'm sure that you had some surprises maybe that caught you off guard, maybe good or bad. Did you have, do you have any surprise stories that you can tell the hey joe listener audience about uh one of i think uh, when i think about it right away i just think i have never imagined that i was going to achieve uh what i have accomplished now and all the amazing people that i have met on my way i think it's it's incredible uh the people the places the, the things that we can do once we get into the industry gives you so many options for growth. Um, I can build my career based on competition, but there are some people that just build career on education, on schools, and it, it's a big industry and it gives us opportunity to do many, many things. So for me, I have never imagined I was going to be able to meet this amazing amount of people that I call angels. That's how I call them angels on my way uh, to get where I am right now. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. I love, I love, I love how you see things, Victor. And that's what, that's what makes, I'm sure your message very inspiring to uh, the pet grooming professionals out there. You know, as, as, as you're talking about these angels and as you're talking about the groomers, I, I've had the pleasure of working with, uh, thousands of dog groomers over my career and probably will still work with thousands more. And it, it, it is interesting to me how many find their success in dog grooming at a level that they define it. For instance, some are happy with, they're a pet groomer and they are, that's where they, that's where their, their calling is. And that's where they exist. Others 
seek out certification and uh, some distinction, some uh, higher level training and others move on to competitor or even a world stage like you had talked about with Groom Team USA and such. What if, if, if there is somebody out there right now that's ready or starting to maybe prepare for the ring, maybe they're, 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 they're pretty much bought in the idea that they're going to at least like you did try it once. Do you have a couple of pointers for them? Maybe one, two, or three specific things that you would recommend they do to prepare? Well, there, there's a big checklist for that, but <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to go through each one. It's a long list, but first of all, you have to be, uh, you really have to enjoy the being under the eye of judgment, uh, to compete. It's different. It's a different scenario. Um, your work is going to be under consideration. So you have to prepare yourself for that first. Uh, second, uh, make sure you have enough time uh, from work that you can travel. Uh, travel, yeah, it takes a lot of planning. You need to uh, be aware that you have to um, probably fly with, with your dog or drive with your dogs. Um, you have to um, stay on pet-friendly hotels, or booked, you know, there's many things that you need to coordinate to get to the show. Um, so you really need to sit down and say, hey, well, this is, I wanna go to this competition. I wanted to compete in these classes. Um, I need this amount of dogs and then start all the coordination to get there. And always, always, always pay attention to the dog. Dogs are so important for your trip. So they are first, and, and more important in your uh, planning. So you had mentioned something I wanna kinda uh, unpack for just a moment. At the very beginning of that particular answer and those pointers, which are awesome, by the way, uh, well, one of which I'll, I'll, I wanna visit real quick, but not unpack completely, but the one is making sure that you have time to compete. And you know, a lot of our Hey Joe listener audience out there are employees for other shop owners or salon owners, or maybe they work for a multi-unit retailer or veterinarian uh, establishment. And you know, if you've got an employer uh, out there that you answer to. Is this something, Victor, that would you recommend maybe they have that conversation at the beginning of the year and just say, I would like to compete. Here's kind of my plan so that they can work with their employer to to get that time. And how willing are employers to work with the groomer uh, to allow them time away to compete? Well, to be honest, it's not easy to talk to them. You know, they want you to be there at the salon and, you know, uh, taking care of the customers. And, and so that time off put a little bit of stress on their shoulders. Uh, but hey, you just have to sit down, in my opinion, way, way ahead of time. Like in the beginning of the year, just sit down with them and say, hey, I want to compete. I want to challenge myself to be better. And this is gonna be really good, not only for me as a professional, but also for, for this salon, um, for this clinic because we can advertise uh, our services to you know, being done by a competitive groomer or somebody that have accomplished it. I remember when I was competing, every ribbon and every award, I was just, instead of just hiding it, I was always you know, showing off uh, on walls and so my customer can see what I have accomplished. Um, so everything, everything goes into place and maybe you can use that 
to convince your 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 employer uh, to give you that time off, um, and also to support you. Maybe they will they will want to jump in the wagon and, and sponsor you and help you in your competition. Uh, my competition in Fun in the Sun, that was my first grooming competition, was sponsored by the school that I was teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, it helped me pay my, my flight. It paid my hotel. Um, you know, and I, I helped them in exchange. So I think it's a, it's a win-win situation for the, the, the salon and the groomer. Well, and just like preparing the, the, your skills and your ability and the, and the pet's coat for competition and all of that that goes into the grooming side, ample time planning for that time off and, and conversations with your employer. That's a, uh, those are some great tips. So one of the things you had mentioned in, in some of the earlier uh, answers that you had was that uh, you have to you have to be comfortable or at least understand that you're going to be under the watchful eye of, of a judge. And that can be intimidating or even, do you think that sometimes there's a, a certain fear with groomers and an intimidation factor? And how, how do you recommend a, a, a new competitor get past the fear and the intimidation factor? Well, the thing is, uh, all every time you put a dog on the table, that dog is owned by someone. And that's the judge eye right there. And if you, if you can go and face the fear of being judged by someone else, that's probably a good way for you to get better in your grooming table and, and you know, make your customers happy. Uh, because at the end of the day, the judge is like a dog owner. It's one of your dog owners. It's, it's like the same thing. When I'm judging uh, my classes and I'm going to pick my winners, I think like I am the owner of that dog. Am I happy of what I see uh, it, when I take this dog home and I'm going to be smiling uh, every day I see this dog? Does it look good to me? Uh, it gives me happiness. What, what sensation I feel when I see this profile on the dog, this haircut, does this make me happy? And I think it, it helps you tremendously on your everyday uh, grooming. Well, and, and you know what, Victor, that's a great perspective in that we're being judged every day. We might not see it that way, but we are being judged every, every day by our by the by the pet owners. And those every pets. day. And and <laughs> we fail we fail the we fail the test if they choose to have somebody else groom their pet. <laughs> if they leave if they leave uh, you know, leave us or, or or go to another shop or salon. So by having those ribbons and the and the and the accolades and the achievements and the certificates and the winnings and such the pet parents, uh, the pet owners are that much more confident and comfortable with your abilities. So uh, the, the judging is kind of predetermined to some degree. Exactly. Every single day we've been judged by our customers. Hmm. So it's, it's basically a continuation. The only thing that you're going to be judged by uh, uh, someone that is trained for, some, for the specifics of the trim, like technical profile, uh, preparation, uh, symmetry, balance, um, breed profile, if it's a breed profile trim. Um, so, you know, maybe the judge is trained for it, but your customers are trained for beauty and they're, they're always looking at what you're doing. Well, so let's talk about the competition ring for just a moment. Obviously, there is a, 
an intimate, you know, you can be, you can feel intimidated or you can be afraid to compete. But once you're there, I mean, I have witnessed countless grooming competitions and stood ringside and watched, and they are a marvel. If you out there in the Hey Joe listener audience out there have not physically, personally witnessed a grooming competition at a trade show, you have to do it at least one time in your career, even if you're not going to compete, uh, to just see uh, that ring. But I bet there's some competition and some conversations and things because everybody in that ring to a certain degree expects to either to your point, beat themselves or even beat everybody else there. Uh, what do you say about the, the person that is, it feels like they're just one of one, right? So all of these other people have done it before and they're new. And what if somebody, what if somebody talks smack to them <laughs> in the ring? Any words of advice there? Um, or does that know, not happen? We, we respect each other. Uh, I, I am proud about United States of America because I think, you know, we uh, are very structured when it comes to competition. And I think competitors basically respect, um, you know, maybe we can hear uh, things in social media. But for the most, we respect each other. And at the end of the day, it's a grooming competition and we have to groom that dog. So, uh, you know, the, the way I see it, I always, my competition is just me. I just compete against myself. And that's how I see it. If I have to, like, compete against someone, uh, it, it just, it's not good for you. It's going to drain all your energy. It's not gonna make you feel happy. You're gonna, you're, you're not gonna continue competing for long. It's gonna be a quick career for you if you try to beat someone. Um, because at the end of the day, the one that has to be beat, it's you. Um, beat your fears, your, uh, and just be better and better. And groom the dog. Just groom the dog. Just groom the dog. You know, Victor, and that's what makes you a, a, a true professional in this industry is that you see it that way and uh i i believe that that type of personality and that and that type of attitude is certainly contagious and in 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 you know at, at paragon school of pet grooming learn to groom dogs.com all of melissa verplank's uh, uh companies you know we strive under one common motto and that is education is everything and you know, it just like these podcasts or whatever, whatever brings education and professionalism to this wonderful industry, we are in with both feet. And that's why we talk to industry professionals, true professionals uh, like yourself. Uh, just a quick reminder to the Hey Joe listener audience, we are talking with Victor Rosado, world-renowned grooming competitor, winner, judge, international speaker, and uh, so on and so on and so on. <laughs> just a laundry list. Come up because this is way more than I can ever remember or even want to read. Uh, we'd run out of time. Um, but look up Victor Rosado. We're just so happy that he's uh, taking time out of his busy schedule to join us today and to speak to the Hey Joe listener audience out there. So Victor, just a couple of uh, 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 other questions. One of, the, yeah. one of the questions that we get asked all the time is, okay, so if I want to compete, what is that going to do for my career? How would you answer Ooh. a person that says that? It boosts your uh, career uh, 500%, if not 1,000%. It just, everything that you do goes to your backpack of life and that, your curriculum, uh, the structure that defines you. And like, you know, in my, in my case, I started competing in, 
And then I started helping companies, um, helping them with their products and, and they start giving me sponsorship. And then all these speaking assignments came in and like everything started piling up for my benefit and for the benefit of others. Um, so you start building up good energy and then you start doing that energy exchange. Uh, the more you compete, the better you get, the more people trust you, and then you use all that energy for, for good. Um, instead of, I think in my opinion, if you try to, and this is my personal opinion, if you can help to uh, build up your career and lower your ego, uh, then it's, it's good. You have no fear to hide or keep stuff for yourself and you're more, uh, more capable to open up and share everything that you have inside. You have no fear to keep stuff for yourself, but you're most likely to help others with everything that you do. And I, I feel the more I do, the more I have to give. It's like energy exchange all the time all this knowledge and, and preparation from the everyday um it's just a challenge for me to give more and more to the industry well and and part of that victor which you just said there was which was giving back and making sure that that you are a resource for people and helping them uh, achieve their goals and such you know we talked a lot today on this podcast about uh, professional groomers that are looking to possibly get into competing, but there are a lot of groomers right now that are that are competing at, at various different levels. What do you say to folks that are in the competition ring, in the competition world right now? Uh, for them, it's just, um, you know, I always uh, try to use the best, uh, try to look for the best and set my goals high with no fear, with no fear. Because if you can, if you can dream of it, you can, if you can dream, you can achieve it. That's a, I, I, it's a, it's always a, some words that I use on my motivational groups. Um, because I think, you know, it's not, it basically how you feel inside. Um, if you can just take your fears out, feel comfortable and just compete, groom that dog and get better. Um, don't underestimate your ability. Uh, I think we all have that ability, that artistic impression in us and the love for dogs. And I think it's what, what is going to help us eventually, in my opinion. No, those are all great words of advice. Again, to the Hey Joe listener audience out there, I do recommend you go and look up Victor Rosado. And if you could ever get an opportunity to hear Victor speak in any of his venues, I would definitely take him up on it. You know, Victor, we're aligned in, in, in many ways. And one of those ways is uh, at learntogroomdogs.com, we have our, our, our motto, which is helping others find their success because everybody's success is defined differently. It's defined to the individual, not necessarily to the industry itself. So uh, at learntogroomdogs.com, we recommend uh, uh, that that, uh, you know, the Hey Joe listener audience out there, go, go check it out. I think uh, if you're thinking about competing, we've got 
a number of people have said that, that uh, by having a, a monthly membership subscription and watching the videos and not only help them understand maybe who their judges are going to be because they watch those folks in interviews or uh, uh, some of our training experts, but also they're able to polish up on some of the last minute details and skills. So uh, if you're going to do anything out there, hey, dear listener audience, please go to learntogroomdogs.com and check out uh, the opportunity to become a monthly member. Victor, thank you so much for I your time. Uh, you go ahead. Yeah, I wanted to say something also. You mentioned learntogroomdogs.com, and it, that's a, a really good platform uh, for those of you that wanted to get an all-around experience through different different breeds and different styles. And just made, that's a good start point. Uh, just watch those professionals with that big career and big names just showing you step-by-step uh, step in detail, and that will give you um, some hits, some hints on how, what to do. Competition is uh, about skills and timing, skills and timing. And if you see um, the, the groom team people in the top 10 and you see them winning and winning, it's because they spend a lot of time planning and doing coordination, trying to find the best as, as possible and spending an amount of time uh, in preparation and putting the heart and soul into it like I did. Um, so my piece of advice, get yourself from inside out, train and and if you can dream it, you can achieve it. Victor, I can't say it any better than that, sir. Thank you so much for taking time out with us. Just a, a note to the Hey Joe listener audience out there, remember that questions that we have and experts that we find to be part of our podcast are a direct result of questions you ask us. And it's really easy to send us your questions. You can simply email us at heyjoequestions at paragonpetschool.com. Victor, thank you again. And I wish you and everything you do all the best. Thank you very much.